The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. Thanks for being with me today on the program. I had a great time at the FCA Kickoff Classic last night. Going to have a lot of interviews with coaches. Also, the two speakers, Coach Spurrier was there, and I'll have him in just a bit. Also, the man who brought the message last night, R.V. Brown, I'll have him on as well. Let's get right to it with the coaches and volunteers that were at this year's Kickoff Classic. Hey, here I am with Josh Sullivan, and he's a home team member. I like uh, the way Noah does that. Noah Wilbanks has put together a first-class team of volunteers and coaches to make something like tonight. I mean, here we are. You're my first interview of the evening, and we're here for the third straight year because this thing is growing, and the work of FCA it has been going on and on and on and on. So, first of all, Josh, tell us how you're part of or you're part of the Gainesville area, right? Well, I actually live over in Suwannee County area. Well, that's great. Yeah. That's part of the area. Yeah, North Central Florida. Uh, what what drew you to want to be part of this ministry? Well, um, to be honest, I was aware of FCA when I was growing up, and it was always a good thing. Um, influenced me a little bit. Uh, as a teenager and then back in January I got to know uh, Noah very well from the Dabo Sweeney event oh yeah uh, yeah that's right so somebody, I missed that one yeah somebody invited me to it uh, just to have a single chair and I thought man I've heard him speak a couple times on podcasts and obviously watch his games and uh, I said man I really would like to share this moment with my family, uh, some, some of my co-workers, um, people that work in our business, and uh, just want to share, you know, this this experience. And so I asked uh, the person who invited me, how could I get more seats to this? And he gave me Noah's number. And very first time we talked on the phone, I think we may have talked about the event for a minute or two. And when we talked about life and God and sports and <laughs> just everything for about 30 minutes, and I was like, I think I've known this guy my whole life. Yeah, he has that ability, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. He just moves right past the surface, right into real relationships. What's a surface? I don't think he knows. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about surface Yeah, what's life. that? Yeah, he, only knows, he only knows deep stuff, and I, that's what I love about Noah. And he certainly has it going on when it comes to his heart for coaches, his heart for young people. Of course, a lot of that is based on what God did in him as a young man growing up as well. Absolutely. Um, and Noah has a, a heart for young people, as I do, too. Um, you know, a little bit about my past. I, I grew up as an athlete, and um, I played a little bit of college football. And then I turned over to drugs for about nine years, and uh, which led me into um, a series of problems, arrest, and even, even some time you know, away from my, my family and friends and, and loved ones. When I returned, I said that I was going to no longer be that guy. Uh, God changed my life, and I was going to pour into young people, and I ended up coaching football uh, over in Trenton for five years, and it was one of the most rewarding things to just share all the mistakes that I had made and all the things that I had done wrong and in and, and a way to say, hey, you know, I have a firsthand experience from making these wrong paths. 
here's the right yeah. path, you know, yeah. guys, and this is real. I lived it. Part of the redeeming value that God gives us when we have a, a, a checkered past like that is the fact that these kids that are looking up to you, they realize you're relatable. They, you ha have a bit of understanding about what many of them have gone through. Absolutely. And, you know, that's the first thing about ministry is meeting people where they are, not standing on a pedestal above them, but coming down and, and just showing them it's a type of humility. And it's also a, just, a, you know, kind of what Jesus did. Yeah. He would sit at the table with sinners. He wasn't ever above them, you know. So it's just like, hey, look, I'm, I understand. I can relate. And, I, and I'm here for you. You know, that's right. every step of the way for me and my family, we just want to be uh, used where we can be used and we use where we can be applied. I mean, I don't have a, an agenda per se. Uh, I just want to be I want to be um, at just willing to use my hands, you know, yeah. be the hands and feet of Jesus. And same with my wife. Uh, I do know we live in Suwannee County, so I know that we're developing, you know, as I've talked to Noah, more and more stuff in the Suwannee, Columbia County area. So I do see us doing a little more work up there because it's, it's more convenient, but also that's where my son goes. That's it. You know, so. Well, it's great to have you here. Josh Sullivan, one of the key volunteers for tonight. And Noah sure is leaning on you, man. So <laughs> he spoke highly of you. And I'm so glad to have had a chance to talk with you. And you can hear the crowd in the background is growing already. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of anticipation for tonight. So I'm excited about it. Me too, man. It was quite a pleasure. I appreciate you. You got it. Josh Sullivan. Blair Janes is here from Gainesville High School, offensive coordinator for the football team, serving under Ian Scott, the head coach. Welcome to the program. Uh, glad to be here. Thank you so much. It's great having you here now, offensive coach. I mean, offensive position gets a lot of heat. Do you like doing that? I do. I do. I, uh, I, I'm a coach's son. Uh, my dad was a head football coach at Gainesville High School, and uh our, uh, our head coach Ian and I played together at uh, GHS and uh, oh that's great so it's uh, it's a, a an honor and a blessing to be uh, back at home for the first time in a long time and uh, being together with an old teammates even better and that's not I don't think I've heard of that uh, happening too often around here um, it's a, I think it's a cool story you know my dad was our head football coach and uh, Ian's dad was our defensive coordinator and so now Ian's our head football coach and I'm coaching up the offense so it's uh, and both of our dads are helping out. So getting the, the family back together is uh, really been special for me, and I'm sure for Ian and his family as well. So uh, just uh, you know, coming off an 0 and 10 team uh, last year, um, and and uh, our staff's coming in and trying to rewrite uh, mm -hmm. you know what needs to be happening and uh, you know we've had a really good spring camp and a summer camp and uh, fall camp and. Uh, it, it feels like old times, so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. What do you uh, love the most about being a coach? Um, kids. Uh, you know, it, it's being, uh, being what, they, what I needed when I was a kid and, uh, you know, bringing that same thing. I watched my dad do it for so many years, and, uh, you know, I think a lot of what, you know, uh, Ian's dad and my dad rubbed off on us, and, uh, you know, we're getting to, you know, bring that to the next generation and, uh, you know, just really excited to see – young kids uh, blossom and and you know be be themselves and you know win some football games yeah, it's such a neat dynamic that you must have with a, a friend that's been with you for so many years and getting to serve alongside and watch that that's pretty cool yeah yeah we uh you know so he went to the university of florida and uh, played in the nfl so i got to watch his career from afar oh man and uh you know he uh came home and and uh, you know 
tell, told me I was his first call. And, you know, just having the family back together. That's what we keep preaching to the kids is, you know, loving one another like family. And, uh, you know, we're, we're good uh, role models for them. And, you know, I'm just – that's the, the biggest part that I've, you know, taken away when I go home at night is – you know, getting to, you know, just be with be with him and, and uh, helping these kids, you know, grow. What's the uh, impression you have of FCA and its role in schools today? Um, it, it was uh, huge when we were in high school. Um, and, uh, um, you know, it was something that I was a part of. And uh, Bob Sanders, he was a defensive end coach at Florida for a long time. He, he got me into it. Um, and, uh, you know, I think it's a a good uh, standard for you know these gentlemen to follow and uh, I'm, I'm excited about taking like I said this next generation through it and you know it was important for us to bring our entire team here you brought a lot of kids from Gainesville here tonight I think we have 47 on the bus wow. so it was exciting <laughs> packing that bus out man yeah. that's really great well Blair thank you for being here Blair Janes offensive coordinator for Gainesville High School certainly appreciate you dropping by thank you so much you got it with me right now is a teacher at Trenton High School and also involved in teaching and coaching girls basketball. How cool is that? Lindsey Grant, welcome to the Shepherd, and thanks for stopping by. And I know that this is kind of a new experience for you with FCA and your first event like this, right? Yep. Yes, sir. I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> so you've come, obviously, at the invitation. What anticipations do you have about tonight? I just hope that um, the kids that I brought uh, receive the message and have a good time and, and learn about the Lord and all the good things that you guys have provided as an uh, organization. What have you seen as a teacher? What's the pressure like both on you as a teacher and on the kids? Um, keeping them engaged um, has been more and more difficult uh, with social media and cell phones and trying to keep up with all the different things and the changes that are happening around us in the world. On the subject of social media, when uh, as a teacher, how disruptive do you see the, that being during the day of actually a school day? Well, within my classroom, I don't allow phones out. I mean, math is hard enough as itself to have to <laughs> do that and uh, compete with social media. But as a school as a whole, 6 through 12 phones are supposed to be in their mm -hmm. backpacks and off. So they're not really allowed to be on their phones during the day at all. Um, it can be distracting, um, but we try to keep that at a minimum if, if possible. So the kids that are you've brought tonight, what has it been like for them? Do you know if any of them are believers or will this be a first time opportunity for them to hear the gospel? Some of them have been to um, FCA events before. So I've got some veterans. I actually had one who was on my basketball team to went to one of the leadership conferences this summer. Um, but then there's some that are that are newbies. So it's going to yeah. be a first time experience for them. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that's mm. great. Well, I'm excited to have you here and thanks for stopping by the booth. Thank you, sir. Talking to us here. This is Lindsey Grant. Uh, school teacher and a math teacher at that yes, algebra. Algebra go, 1. Go math. I love <laughs> it. From Trenton High School. Thank you for dropping by. Thank you. So I have another return guest today. Ed Johnson is the head coach at Newberry High. I love Newberry. Having lived in Gainesville for 17 years, been in that city many, many different times. Welcome back, Ed. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So tell me a little bit about what it is that uh, you're expecting for the fall of 2023 what kind of football year will this be uh you know we're planning on it being an exciting year uh you know but you know the main thing like what fca is you know we want to make sure our kids know god uh you know we want to help lead them through that and um you know be a disciple you know and, and help make disciples you know and so that's the biggest main goal we have going this year and then you know we're going to try to win some games on the back end 
That's right. How many years have you been up there? This is my fifth year. Fifth year. All right, so uh, during this time, you've, you've seen a lot uh, develop there at Newberry. What is it that is different now than when you began? I think the culture. Um, you know, I took over a program that went 1-9 the year before. Uh, we turned it around, went 9-1 and one that, that first year. Now, that's really turning it around. It is a big turnaround, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was definitely a blessing. And uh, you kind of see us getting back to that culture of just Newberry football and kids buying in and playing with pride. You know, like, you know, Newberry is a, a, a prideful city, and, uh, you know, our kids are taking on that mindset. Now, what um – what changes did you see needed to be made to take a program that was not a, a winning mindset program to doing what you've done with nine and one? Uh, it was just getting back to the basics. I think, you know, Newberry has had, had a great football tradition. Uh, you know, all my alumni there, there's been some great players going there. And it was just getting back to, you know, understanding that, you know, we play good football in Newberry. We take pride in it. And, uh, you know, it was an easy fix. We just got the kids to buy in, and uh, they played hard, and, you know, we got some success. You know, I don't think I've ever heard a coach be quite as positive on saying it's an easy fix. I mean, most most things with young people are anything but easy, but you have somehow pulled this off, and in one year, talk about turning it around. I mean, you flipped the box score around. Yeah, it, it just goes back to relationships, I think. I think that's the, the biggest part of coaching. Uh, particularly in football, it's such a hard sport. So if you can get your kids to know that you actually care about them, um, and that goes back to the principles of you know being a follower of Jesus Christ, is you care about people, you love them, and uh, your kids see that you know in, in the head coach and the coaching staff, and they'll, they'll they'll run through walls for you. Now it's clear that you have a relationship with the Lord yourself, and as a coach. I know you want that for every one of your kids that are on your teams, but the reality is a lot of these kids are coming in there without any training at all, maybe not even any church experience at all. Yeah, that uh, is true. We see that a lot. And even you know, kids that just don't go to church on a daily basis, uh, a weekly basis. So you know, we make it a point that you know, we can bring church to them. Um, you know, it's one of the things we started five years ago. We have a you know, team chaplain come in. We have weekly devotionals. Um, they're not mandatory, but we strongly encourage them. And, you know, we, we have a high percentage of our kids doing that every Thursday. You know, they'll, they'll spend time after practice, you know, going over a Bible verse, praying and, and talking about, you know, God. And that's a big part of our program. Yeah, I think a lot of people would be surprised to hear that there's that kind of involvement. Anytime I talk to any uh, people about FCA, that's kind of the general response I get. They're surprised that you have as much openness as what you do to have these kind of events on a public school. Yeah, we're, we're blessed in Newberry. Um, yeah, our, our, our principal is an, um, a minister. Um, our assistant principal, her dad, was one of the main people who used to run FCA. Um, so we, we get a lot of support and, uh, you know, they allow us. And it goes back to just Newberry. You know, we're, you know, we're, we're based in, you know, believing in the Bible and, and doing the right thing. I love it. Ed, so tell me what you're anticipating for tonight. Just for God to move. Um, our, our kids are excited about it. The ones that have been here the last few years, they kind of know what to expect. And, um, you know, just to see it, just to see these young men and women around here, um, you know, being exposed to God. Uh, and that's what we're expecting for and for him to change lives, even tonight. 
And you know, they're all outside right now uh, getting to take part in that great Sonny's barbecue. Eating all the barbecue, yes, sir. It's <laughs> <laughs> not too bad. I've got a plate of that coming in just a while myself. So as you look forward to 2023, what are your thoughts about uh, the win-loss column this year? How strong do you think your team is? I like where we're at right now. Uh, you know, we we got a long way to go, um, but we only graduated four seniors last year, so everybody's back off a six and four team that went to the playoffs. Uh, so we like where we're at right now. We, we're definitely going to contend for a state championship. That is always the goal in Newberry, and that will never change. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to work and, and try to make sure that comes true. Friday night lights are pretty special in Newberry, right? They're great in Newberry. It's <laughs> the best thing. There's nothing like a Friday night in Newberry Stadium. Oh my uh, it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Ed, thank you for coming. We're talking about Ed Johnson from Newberry, head coach there for a number of years. Thank you for dropping by. Thank you. I appreciate it. One of the coaches that I've been privileged to talk with in the past is Joe Skomanski from Santa Fe. He's a football coach there. Joe, this event just keeps growing, man. Oh, it's it's a great thing. Uh, we are truly blessed to be able to have something like this in our area to be able to bring our young men to. Now, how long have you been a coach? Uh, I've been a high school coach since 2010, uh, but I've been at Santa Fe High School since last year. Wow. Do you like this area? I do. I actually went to school and played at Santa Fe High School in the 90s. So. Okay. What do you like most about coaching football? Uh, you know, it's being able to mentor young people. Uh, I tell my kids every day, my, my number one job is, is to create better young men and, and young women uh, that can leave high school and go on and have successful careers and successful lives. That's really tremendous. Now, this event, you've been here before. Yes, sir. And you've seen this thing happen. What's the talk that you hear, the buzz with the kids that you bring? What's it like for them? I, I, I think it's it's really good. Uh, a lot of our kids, you know, they're, they're raised going to church and stuff, but we have several that don't. Uh, so it, it brings the, the word and the message to some of these guys that wouldn't get any other way. That's really exciting, isn't it? Yes, sir. Plus, it's not too bad you get to hear the, the head ball coach either, right? No, that's, that's always a plus. <laughs> that's great. Well, we wish you and your entire program the very best. Right. Thank you, sir. God bless you, Appreciate Joe. It. More coming up from the FCA Kickoff Classic in Gainesville. Pastors and financial leaders, do you need expert accounting or tax help? Do you have payroll or 1099 questions? Do you need a ministry expert to help you acquire real estate for your next project? If the answer is yes, yes, and yes, visit PetraWorldwide.org. Petra Worldwide has been strengthening ministries to transform humanity since 2007. Visit PetraWorldwide.org or call 855-481-9095. Palm Beach Atlantic University Orlando offers three distinct areas of study. An evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, an evening Bachelor's of Science in Human Services, and our new Daytime Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. All of our courses are offered at our beautiful campus on Millennia Boulevard. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 844-PBA-ORLANDO. That's 844-PBA-ORLANDO. Back again with more interviews from last night's Kickoff Classic in Gainesville. Donnie Dillon is with me. Donnie has been a part of FCA, wow, since Moses played varsity, right? Pretty much. That's <laughs> uh, uh, actually since 1992 when I first came here and moved to Gainesville, Florida. I got involved with the University of Florida FCA 
and uh, shortly thereafter, Danny Warfel got involved. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I think that group went from about uh, 30 or 40 people meeting to about three or 400, and it felt like overnight as Danny Warfel transitioned into the presidency and really drew a large crowd uh, to the Fellowship of Christian Athletes at UF's campus. Now, I've seen you at events for years, uh, back when I was living in Gainesville, working with Don Malden and the crew. Yes, sir. And you were always around, and I, I can think of all of the many years we did the banquets back at Touchdown Terrace. That's right. And, and that was a crazy time, wasn't it? Yeah, we had uh, great uh, speakers come out for... Tim Tebow. Tebow. Yeah. And, uh, and we had Bobby Bowden, uh, uh, who walked across enemy lines. He was the first time to uh, speak at the Swamp and speak on behalf of Christ. It was absolutely amazing to have uh, uh, Coach Bowden and so many others uh, from Gator Nation and uh, other colleges uh, that came and uh, shared at the banquet. Yeah, we've, we've heard so many great people, local as well as national leaders, that have come in. And, you know, Donnie, this has got to be for you, for having worked with it since the early 90s. This has got to be so exciting for you to look and see what God is doing in 2023. God has really blessed uh, Fellowship Christian Athletes tremendously, especially since Noah Wilbanks uh, came on board and uh, has just done a tremendous job as our area director. And I've served on the board of directors uh, during two different stints, uh, basically since uh, uh, the early 2000s to about 20... Uh, 14 or 15 and I came back up on the board in 2021 and uh, it's and great to oh, be able to serve great. again. Yeah. That's great. I know David Barber's been a part for forever as well. Yes, sir. David's a great guy. Yeah, he's great and it, it's so good to see you. When you think about tonight, what excites you most about tonight? I'm so excited because there is not just representation from uh, the uh, area varsity football teams and junior varsities and even a few middle school kids, but there is the entirety of those football teams that are here uh, from Gainesville High School, from Eastside, from Santa Fe, from Buholtz, from all so many uh, schools uh, within our county and, and surrounding counties. Yeah. And to have all these football players and coaches here, uh, I know several are Christians, but there's uh, not that many that are probably in the entirety of those teams that will get to hear the message of Christ tonight. You know, you in addition to those schools you mentioned, we've got Santa Fe, Trenton, Brunson, Bell, uh, Newberry, I, I think you all call. Mm -hmm. So we've got a bunch of different schools coming together to add to all of those Gainesville schools that you mentioned. And how cool is it that they're going to get to hear RV, a clear presentation of the gospel, and then to get to hear from the head ball coach, too. That's, that's right. That's, that's not right. bad. And there's, everybody's familiar with the head ball coach, but they may not be familiar with the head ball coach's faith. So yeah. they'll get to hear from him. And then R.V. Brown, of course, the chaplain for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I've heard him several times, and he is just going to bring a tremendous message to these kids tonight about God and uh, how they can come to faith in him. That's awesome. It's really great to see you, Donnie. We have been, again, a part of a lot of different events over the years. I've got to see your smiling face. I know you, we've got a lot of mutual friends like the Whites, and it's mm -hmm. really cool. But it's great to see you here tonight. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for serving again on the board of FCA. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. 
coming to this event is always a blast for me. I get to see people that I've talked with before and get to meet new people. This one is a repeat. Tim Jones has been around a while. He's the head varsity coach for football, also baseball at Bronson Middle High. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you. It's great to have you. So tell me what you're expecting for this year. This year will be interesting. We have a a lot of new players, uh, including older players, seniors that have never played before. So it's going to be a real interesting year for us. Uh, we're a little bit faster than we were last year, so we're hoping we can you know, use that to our advantage. So. Now, Bronson is one of these schools. I mean, it's there's so many different uh, regional communities that kind of make up the greater north central Florida mm-hmm. uh, area that, that uh, FCA serves. And I know, Bron, you're, you guys are involved. How many kids are you bringing for this one? Uh, this event today, I think we brought up right at 40, 35 wow. to 40 kids. <laughs> that so, is yeah. so cool. So you load up in a big school bus or bus says, why yeah. I get it? Well, bus, yeah. Okay. We, we were able to squeeze them all in. Oh, you got them all in one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what are what are their thoughts about getting to come to this event? Uh, it's just great for them. Uh, great to see stuff outside of Bronson and see that there's a, a, a greater group out there that cares about them and uh, puts things on like this for them. So having done this before and having watched some of the kids respond, perhaps, what, is, what does that uh, do to you as you get ready for this year? I think it helps build on what we're trying to build in Bronson anyway and uh, increasing the respect of these young men for one another as well as their community. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing a lot of that. We're, we're seeing the dividends this year. And this is the first year we've really seen a big change. So you do both sports. Yeah. And what's it like uh, being a football coach in 2023? It's uh, it's still exciting. I mean, I've been coaching for a while, but it's still exciting. It's a lot of work, though. It's uh, mm-hmm. I, I just don't think people understand how much work you have to put into it uh, behind the scenes, because uh, you're also involved in the fundraising and everything else, and you're constantly running around and shaking hands and trying to get people to support your program. So, there's a lot of a lot of work to it. Now, that uh, handshake type part of the business is something that a lot of coaches uh, may, they may not like. That mm-hmm. are you one of those? I'm good at it. But I, because I have to be, but mm-hmm. yeah, I would. Yeah, I'm lucky though. I have a great wife who she's she stepped up and she's helping with our fundraising this year. So she's That's the face, great. and I get to go and shake the hand afterwards and thank him for the money. So, how is discipline on the field this year as compared to maybe uh, five six years ago? Five six years. Well, I, I started in Bronson, uh, uh, be three years ago. Okay, and it was one of the most undisciplined programs I'd ever been a part of. I I really couldn't hardly stand it, but. From that point on, we have been working on building that discipline, and this year it's, it's like a whole new group of men, uh, young men. They're just they're so respectful, so understanding, and coachable, which is really important. I think anyone who is a parent has to just be thankful for coaches like you that really have a heart, and you want to see the kids really thrive and grow. And we live in a culture right now where there's not a lot of discipline among young people, and there's not a lot of nice words said out there in the culture about young people either. Mm -hmm. But I'm grateful for what you're doing, man. Yeah, and I'm glad to see it. I I tell these boys all the time how proud I am of of what they're doing off the field as well as on the field, and that's what we want to try to change. Well, this is going to be a great night. They're going to get to see a lot of people and expecting somewhere between six and 700 people here tonight. Oh, excellent. It's going to be great. Very good. All right. Thank you so much, Tim, for dropping by. And best wishes at Bronson this year. Thank you. Another coach that's been with us before here at the FCA Kickoff Classic, third annual one, I might add, is James Corbin. He's Chiefland High School head coach. 
Welcome back, my friend. How are we doing? We're doing great, and I just wondered how that uh, this year is going to look for you. Are you uh, excited about 2023? Absolutely. Lots to look forward to. Uh, graduated 17 seniors, so we got a lot of new opportunities for kids to come out there, take over positions, get more playing time, and you know, schedule's getting a little bit tougher because of the quality of play we've had the last few years, and you know, there's a lot of excitement in the air because of it. Well, I tell you, it's an exciting thing to see these kids and all of the coaches that I've been able to talk with so far. There's a lot of anticipation about this year, and with all that's gone on, I mean, we're post-COVID, what, three years or so now, third year past. Uh, I know that things are starting to look like it has a little bit of traction again, a little bit of rhythm, right? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, COVID was particularly tough for Chiefland. If you go back and you look at our max preps, uh, games played, we had three kids on the team that played a full season during the COVID year. So it, it's really nice to be able to, you know, really be able to establish a program, the culture that you want there, and to build the traditions that you want. We've had it in Chiefland for a really long time. COVID kind of put us on the back burners there for a second. But, you know, since COVID, we've been to the Final Four, and then we've been to the second round of the playoffs the last two years. So we've been able to really, you know, turn the table, and we're just trying to be able to build off of that more than anything. You know, I get to hear about this area so much, even though I'm based in Orlando. I used I was here for 17 years, and then Mike Wrightout working with us at Main Street Daily News, and he is Mr. Sports Radio and, and knows everything, uh, not only radio, but he writes about it as well. What I get from all of the communities like Chiefland and Brunson and Newberry, you've got, you've got a, a very competitive group of high schools that you guys get to go right up, and every one of them has a winning tradition. They all want to win, How do, and, and they all can't win all the time when you play each other like that. What's that like for you? Uh, you know, it's always been special to me to be part of the small school community. Um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I view it like it's a cycle. You're going to have years where you're exceptionally talented and you're going to have years where you're down. And that's the beauty of playing small school sports is at the end of the day, 90% of the kids that are going to come through are from Chiefland. Um, wh whether they're born and raised here or whether they moved in, they've had siblings that graduated Chiefland, 90% of our roster was at Chiefland Elementary School and has been here since. They've just it, kind of come up from the roots. Absolutely. And, and it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, it's exactly like you said, it's impossible to get everybody to go undefeated, but there's talented all over the place right now. Uh, I think specifically our region in 1R is an absolutely loaded region between Hawthorne, Pahokee, Chiefland, Newberry, Williston, Wildwood. It, it, it's really impressive. It, it's tight. It's I'm talented. It's tough. Yeah. You know, every week is a, is a tough week. And, you know, you're just praying to God you make it to the playoffs, and yeah. you know you're probably going to play one of those teams again. What are your thoughts about tonight? What are you looking forward to? Uh, you know, R.V. Brown actually came and spoke to my team whenever I was in college, and uh, he's somebody I'm really looking forward to my kids being able to hear from. Um, I had one of my coaches. He went to a, a men's leadership conference over the summer. R.V. spoke to them there, so he's fired up that the kids get to hear them. And, you know, I'm a Florida State fan. been born and raised Florida State fan, but I am really looking forward to uh, Coach Spurrier as well. Um, you know, more than anything, in spite I'm, of the fact that you're a in Florida. spite of the fact, you know, him and Bobby Bowden always had a really good relationship. And, you know, if, yeah. if him and Bobby can uh, see past blue and gold or blue and orange and garden yeah. and gold, you know, I think that I can learn some wisdom from him as well. I agree with you. And what a storied reputation both of those uh, players had in the day. And I mean, you talk about wanting to win and being able to win. They both were excellent at that. So it's going to be a great night tonight getting to hear the head ball coach here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, you mentioned R.V. Brown. He's going to be bringing the message. And, you know, your kids are going to hear the gospel tonight. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, I, I think it's phenomenal. 
Um, you know, FCA has always been a really big thing to me, even whenever I was a player back in high school and college, FCA has really been a big thing. Um, I played football at Mississippi College, which was a uh, Baptist college. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, Christ and having faith, I, was, I, I keep the old adage that it goes uh, faith, family, football. Football is the third on that list, and it should be. Um, I, I have kids right now that aren't here tonight because they're leading their church in a revival. So, you, you know, I think it's a, it's a, a powerful beautiful thing. thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, you know, you football is a great thing. It's a great tool. And um, the greatest thing that I tell my kids is at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how talented you are, even if you were blessed enough to go on and play in the NFL, there's going to come a time and day where football ends. What else do you have to yeah. offer? And I think that is so wise because so many people uh, at that age, I uh, was talking to somebody a little earlier, and a lot of people don't realize how special it is. But then there are those that put everything in those four years, and then the senior year is over. What do they have left? And you've got to have something to hang on to, and, and that's why they need the Lord. They don't find out often until it's over until it's too late and, that, and that's always the tough thing is you want kids to have an idea uh, of what they're going to do post high school and you know ultimately it, even if you're you know wavering in what your decisions are or what your next step is as long as you have faith in the Lord and he's going to walk with you you know you're, you're going to be okay and that's the big thing that I want kids to understand like we have a lot of kids that come from poverty come from poor backgrounds and that doesn't change the way that God is looking out yeah, for you. Yeah. you know, he's laid this path for you. Every decision, everything that we've done up to this point has led us to being here right now, to me speaking to you. And that's for, what kids need to understand. For such is, a time as this. Absolutely. You, and, and you don't, you know, you, you take it for granted. It's such an easy thing to take for granted, but, you know, God's planned every one of our steps. Like we have no reason to be anxious about tomorrow yeah. because he's already planned that day for us. You know, when I get around a bunch of coaches like what I'm around, people like you, gives me faith and hope for these kids because they're hearing and seeing and in real ways being discipled by people who are really faithful to the Lord. So thank you for that, my man. Absolutely. Yeah, it's important for it to be, uh, you know, from the top to bottom, the uh, to lead by example, be, be exemplary for these for these young men. I love it. James Corbin from Chiefland High School. Wish you the best this year. I appreciate it. Joey Winnington is back again from Bell High School and a coach there. And boy, I tell you what, this is an exciting thing, seeing this event grow, right? Oh, this is awesome. Seeing all the teams be able to come and do a little, you know, team building activity, hear some good speakers, get some good messages have some good barbecue and just kind of hang out as a team with other teams. Just a great opportunity for us as we, you know, in the first week of the season. How long have you been doing this, Joy? Uh, this will be my 11th year as a head coach at Bell. Wow. So what's for you, when you look back, what has changed? What do you like the most about what you're doing today? Um, as I've gotten older, I got this, you know, I got this job as a young man. And then um, as I've gotten older and as my kids gotten older, the, the goal has gone for just from winning football games to try to you know make better people make better you know these guys they may never play football again when they're done with high school but they you know most likely will become a father a husband a community member and just trying to hopefully set them on the right path to be the best best version of that that they can be you know i think a lot of people there's an old saying that says that wisdom was uh, you know youth is wasted on the young if you can use that that term they're only young ones. Right. They only get to do this in high school one time. Correct. Do you think that today's kids are aware of just how special those four years are? Um, I think, you know, we try to put it out there for them that they are, they are going to miss it. You know, I'm at the point now being at the same school for 11 years. I got kids 
that when they graduated my first couple years, they're now 25, 26, they're married, they have their own kids, and they're like, you know, they're like, Coach, that time was a blast, you know, and now I got to go to work every day. I got to, you know, I got to provide, and, and they're doing a good job. And it's just like, you know, you know, it's kind of try to, you know, have those guys come back and tell the kids, like, you're going to, you know, enjoy this because, you know, experiences like this only happen once, playing high school sports and being around your buddies and, and kind of having that, you know, free, free, easy life before they become adults. Tell me two things you like about Bell. Um, I love the community atmosphere, you know, win, lose, or draw. The community has our kids back. We're that tight-knit, you know, small community. And just um, the type of kids that we have, you know, we have great – I have great young men that I get to coach. And they, they, they come from – they got good parents. They, get, they have good upbringings. And just, you know, it's a joy to, to show up and coach them and knowing that they're going to work hard. That we, you know, we're not going to be the – may not be the most talented, most athletic, you know, all the time, but, but we have good kids. Mm-hmm. And, and I will always take that as number one, being able to coach good kids and, and having a blast doing what I love with kids that are good and, and respond to it very well. Well, it helps the kids if they're not winning uh, all the time. It helps the kids to understand and have a good model like yourself of what's really important in life because a lot of these kids that come in, it's all about winning, right? Right. And, I mean, and, winning, and you know, we, we put out there winning is important, but it's not the only thing. You know, I, we try to make it, you know, my coaching staff and I, we, we you know, I got coach coaches that have played at bell they understand the bell experience you know we try to get i try to get my wife and my kids to come out to practice as much as possible so they can kind of see like there's you know winning is important but there's other things that are going to happen in your life and kind of making that a you know making that an emphasis and then and then but if you're going to do it everything that you do you need to do it to the best of your ability so when you're out here practicing when you're playing football give it everything you got let the chips fall where they may and then when, when you get older and you you know, you're in the community, you're a community member, business owner, you know, employee, whatever, father, husband, give that everything you've got too. So you've got a, enough experience now that you've had some people that are already up and out of college and maybe married and maybe even starting a family. Do they ever come back that played for you in the early years? Oh, well, one of my, uh, one of my first, you know, classes, one, I, there, I have a player, a former player that's one of my assistants, you know, on varsity, and he helps me out. And, that's um, awesome. And so have that, you know, we got kids, we got kids that show up all the time, you know, because I, I tell them all the time, y'all can come to practice whenever you want, and they'll come out there and, you know, and talk about, you know, maybe let them brag about their glory days when they were good. But they, they stop running, you know, we're because we're such a tall, you know, tight-knit community, you know, some of our kids know them because that might be their cousin or, you know, or their older sibling or something like that, that, that they kind of – you know, they were watching them when they were six or seven years old, and now they're part of the program and just trying to keep that community feeling going on with, with what we're doing at Bell. That sounds so exciting. Joey, thank you for dropping by. More coming up from the FCA Kickoff Classic in Gainesville. EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years' experience, EC Waters is a top-trained comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. Thanks for being with me today on the program, which was recorded. Most of it was recorded last night at the big kickoff classic with the FCA. My thanks to Noah Wilbanks. He always does such a wonderful job. He was on my program recently. I invite you to check out that podcast and 
listen to his testimony itself. You've heard him mentioned by some of the coaches. I also ran in last night to a great old friend, David Barber. And then we're going to also be hearing from Coach Spurrier as well as R.V. Brown. Right now with my friend, David Barber. You know, you and I have had uh, a few of these events that we've been able to serve together on throughout the years, working with Don Malden before Noah Wilbanks. You've continued on under Noah's leadership, and what God is doing right now is obviously huge, right? It, it definitely is. I mean, tonight there's going to be, I don't know, six, seven hundred kids here. Yeah. There are other teams from north of Gainesville that normally would come, Brantford High School, um, Columbia, um, you know, a few of those up there that wanted to come, and they found out this one was sold out. So they actually did one up there Tuesday night. Kind of, kind of neat. But, oh, that um, is amazing. But to see this many kids excited about coming here about Jesus is just yeah. incredible. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, you know, you can hear it in the background. Even as you and I are talking right now, the kids are getting ready to kind of filter in. There's so much going on uh, tonight. We've, we're going to hear from R.B. Brown, and also we're going to hear from Coach Spurrier. That's pretty big too. Yeah, Coach Spurrier's been involved with us since he came back to Gainesville. When he, I, I can't say retired. I don't think he ever retired. No, 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 no. But um, but you know, he's spoken at our banquet. He's been involved. He's been a contributor. And you know, you can't ever take Grant take for granted when a legend wants to be part of your uh, part of what's going on. It's pretty exciting the fact that he not only does it, but that he likes to do it. I mean, that's really exciting. David, you know, you've been doing this for a long time. You're not ready to hang up your cleats yet. You've got so much going on. FCA's been working like this for a number of years. What excites you right now? Uh, just seeing the results of due diligence, you know, and believing, setting a vision. You know, we've worked with the board, worked with staff through Noah and his, you know, his staff. Um, then by being able to work with coaches, which then in turn worked with students and just kind of setting a vision of, of what we really want to take place, yeah. and that is the gospel being shared. And as a result of that, you know, we've been really, we've learned to say no to things. You know, we've kind of set a strategic plan, and if, if somebody comes and asks, hey, we want to do this, if it doesn't fit where we're trying to go, we just have to politely say no right now. And, you know, God has been so gracious in raising up a lot of great people some of them sit on the board, some of them volunteer. Obviously, you saw the coaches walking by and these yeah. folks just, I mean, they love the Lord and they know that's one of the most important things for their kids. Um, you know, one thing is we hear, I or I hear a lot, being with Noah quite a bit from coaches is kids understanding that whatever sport you're involved in, it's temporary. That's so good. That does not define yeah. who you are. That is not that is not your identity yeah so when you're done with that and you move into the next stage of your adulthood as you're moving on in life then you need to have to have an identity that is solid and that's that's what we're starting to see and that's the message and it's such a great message because every one of these kids very few will go on to play at the next level and even if they do play in college then they they're going to be doing something after that. I mean, it's just like you said, it's a temporary thing, but our relationship with Jesus, that's forever. 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 And that, you know, you know, we just, we said a little bit earlier, 6 700 kids just walk by and yeah. they're about to hear the gospel. <laughs> right. They're going to sing about it, they're going to hear it, and 
they're going to be encouraged. We had to even uh, pause on this recording because those six or seven hundred just literally walked by us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> well, it's going to be a great night tonight. I'm looking forward to getting a little time with both RJ, our RV, and yeah. also Coach Holt Spurrier. So, uh, thank you for dropping by. Uh, yeah. You and I have been friends for many, many years. Long time. Long time, buddy. Thank you for dropping by David Barber. He's one of the board members for FCA. Thanks, Mike. What a joy to be here with Coach Spurrier. You just uh, spoke to all of these kids. What was that like for you? I think it's uh, something that we all should want to do, former athletes, coaches, and so forth. If we can just leave a message, uh, a few things to inspire them. Uh, to be the best they can be. And I, I don't tell them to be the best athlete. Uh, whatever their talent, God-given talent is for them. Find it, search it, and be yeah. the best you can be. I know that for you, you have come out strong here in this event. You've got kids from all over an area, an area in which you're greatly loved. What was that like coming back for you? Well, it was very nice when they decided to put my name on the stadium and uh, (laughs) gave me a little job called Ambassador. So I'm connected with uh, my University of Florida. And, uh, you know, three of my kids, I think, graduated here. And two grandkids have already graduated. They got another one coming this year. So this, this is my school, my wife's school, and uh, we're just honored to be around as much as we can. Again, you're greatly loved, and now you have a restaurant bearing your name as well. Yeah, the restaurant has done very well. Uh, about two years we've been open now, and uh, it was named one of the most successful in uh, north central Florida. And uh, it's, done, it's done very well. We've got good people there, excellent food, location, got a bunch of SEC championship footballs, rings. Uh, all kind of memorabilia there, so it's a, it's a fun place. One final question. How would you encourage kids today who are coming up that need to have a relationship with the Lord like you talked about tonight? Well, I mentioned that uh, my mom wrote in my first Bible ever, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not in thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct thy path. So if we pray every day, Lord, direct my path. Uh, show me the way to go and uh, go from there. I, th- I think we're, we're all headed in, in the right direction. Thank you so much, Coach. All right. Thanks. Hey, I'm here with R.V. Brown. It's so great to meet you. Yes, and sir. thank you for coming tonight. And I know that you do this regularly. You are a chaplain and you have just had a chance to talk to about 700 kids. Yes, sir. Tell me what was going on in your heart when you were imparting the gospel tonight. Was to realize that this is a generation that needs help. And so God has given me the passion for this generation. I've never seen a generation that need more passion and, and, the, and the truth with power and passion. That's why I speak like I do. I want the kids to set up, team, set up, do this, do this. Don't take it off the phone. Because I know my heart hurts for them. Mm-hmm. See, so I'm telling them right now, Jesus is the answer. But they got to see somebody. That's why when I come out, I don't never come out before a gun because I come out with my guns out, my, my arms out. Why? That got these football players yeah. that get their attention. Yeah. When I got their attention, you, they, everything you say is gold now. See, yeah. so what's going through my mind is that you got to let them see. You got to make it simple. You, got, you can't talk too fast. You got to slow down because I watch my wife. If she do like this, that means slow down a little bit. You're talking real fast. So this is what it's all about. This is my heartbeat. And to see that many kids stand up and make a decision for Christ, that's what it's all about. That's what's in my heart. I pray if just one kid gets saved, it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. And God, you only get the glory. 
Well, more than that came forward tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that, I mean, just because I always close my eyes. I never want to be looking at it. I want, when I open my eyes, I want to be surprised at how many I see and what I see. Look at what happened tonight. I'm telling you, God is pouring his spirit out on this generation. But I'm asking whoever listened to this, I want the pastors to preach with passion and love. No more quietness. Preach with power and passion. See, that's, that's what these kids need. They, they got TV, got everything distracting them. But if you get up there and you just talk mammy pamper stuff, they ain't listening to you. But if you come out of that, when I walk on that stage, what happened? You, you see what happened tonight? I mean, there was the eyes that was open up. When I did this, so this is Black Eyed Peas. I mean, Black Eyed Peas, turn me how my cornbread got their attention. Yeah. See, that's what Jesus want to do. And, brother, I don't understand how a guy can go from 156 pounds to 320 pounds with no drugs in 20 years. I gained 158 pounds, no drugs. And, and God had to show me one night when I was saying, God, how? And why? He said, because I know you would use it as a platform. See, when I work with the college athlete, the professional athlete, when they see me and they can't believe I'm my age and I can do what they can do, yeah. and just as big as that, now what happened? Now I earn their respect. So now we start giving me a right to counsel them. Now I've earned the right for them to listen to me. So when I walk out on that stage tonight, I me mean, looking like I look, they know that I've been in the gym. Now I've earned the right for them to listen to me. I, I kind of get the figure you've been in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Live in the gym. But like I said, now... It's only an hour, hour and 50 minutes, I'm out. And I only use little light stuff. Right. I told him I was bench 405 pounds, but I told him two, two, three years ago, I, I decided to get up under that. I did like this, I almost pooped in my clothes. It didn't move. <laughs> it, didn't, it, it didn't even move off the rack. I said, you know what? Fool, stop. Stop, yeah. stop. Yeah. And then my doctor told me, he said, you need to do the racial diet. I said, what's the racial diet? He said, cut out all the white stuff. <laughs> and you will lose the weight because I was 325 pounds yeah. at 67 years old. He said, that's too much weight. You're going to die. If you don't lose that weight, you will die. You won't make it to 75. I think your arms weigh about 200 each. <laughs> and you know what he told me? He said, go to the nearest nursing home and you find, tell, come back and tell me how many big people you found in the nursing home. I visited three. I didn't see not one big person in there. Yeah. That's what woke me up and realized God want to use me. And if I'm out of shape or I can't preach or I can't give it my all, then what, what is he, what, why he let me get this big for nothing? I ain't using it for his glory. I'm going to use it till I take my last breath. Athletes change the world. Remember what Bear Bryant says. Bear Bryant said a coach can deal with, do change more schools than the principal or any teacher or coach. Why? Because he spent time with the athletes. He's that kind of an individual with that kind of a platform. Thank you for using your platform. And you know what? I, I, I can't thank my mom and dad enough for praying for me. I didn't get so much. You can't say but so much in 25 minutes. But every night, brother, they prayed. And when they got to my name, I clogged in my ear because I wanted to raise hell like them kids down the street. But my mama prayed, Lord, you chastise RV. Look where I am. Praise God for it. Amen. Praying moms. That's right. Praying moms and dad. Remember, yeah. 2 Timothy 1, 5, Paul said, Timothy, you got good faith. came from your grandmama and your mom, Eunice and Lois. Amen? That's it, buddy. All right. Harvey Brown, thank you. Yes, sir. And all you listen, get on your knees and pray for this generation. Amen.
What a night it was. R.V. Brown, he brought it to the kids last night. He brought the gospel in a clear presentation. Hundreds of kids responded at Westside Baptist Church. I'm telling you, friends, this is a wonderful night. And many, again, many thanks to Noah Wilbanks, the amazing team of volunteers and the board that works with FCA in North Central Florida for putting this on. Also, many thanks to Sonny's and also the fine folks at Westside Baptist for hosting this event. That is just a highlight for me and my calendar. I love going up. I love being a part. I love seeing the gospel go to these kids, these high school football players at this kickoff classic. So I hope you've enjoyed it. We have a couple of more interviews that we'll have in Monday's program. We just ran out of time for today. Thank you for being with us. We'll see you next time right here on Afternoons with Mike. 